It's just amazing what a simple little item like this hot dog, the kind of joy that it brings to people. Hey, how are you doing today? Man, I'm feeling good. I need a hot dog. Okay, one original coming right up. I love Casper dogs. And they do something a little different. The spices, I think, is a little bit different. I've lived here in Oakland for 50 years and been eating these, geez, 30, 40 years now. Good hot dogs. Oh my God, I've been coming here since before Harry was born. <laughs> Keeps me going. This is the best hot dog place in the world. It's more than just a hot dog. It's the feeling that they make you feel when you come here. It's like home. We have so many people that have been coming to Casper's all their lives. People that have that started coming here in the 40s, in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s. They still come back. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? All right, how are you? Good, thank you. So, after a little while, how have you been? That's good. Pretty good. That's good. My name is Harry Eglegian. I operate original Casper's Hot Dogs. The original Casper's at 45th and Telegraph, right where Shattuck and Telegraph meet here in Oakland, California. And uh, we were founded in 1929 by my grandfather, Casper Kajulian. And this business was run by my father for over 50 years between 1947 and 1997, uh, at which point I took over uh, managing the business. When we want a hot dog, this is where we come. I have an aunt who used to live here in Oakland. She's uh, 88 years old. She lives in Los Angeles. If I get the hot dog before I fly down, she'll eat it when I get off the plane. And whenever she comes here, this is her first stop, Casper's. She's coming up in May, Harry. She's coming up in May. Yeah. I think this is why she's coming. She's not coming to see us. She's hungry for hot dogs. That's all she talks about. Then we have uh, five. Five? All for you? The record is nine, you know. I saw a woman eat seven of them. I was mentioning to a customer this morning who asked about how many hot dogs my father sold in the 50 years that he worked here. And I calculated it out to be somewhere between four and a half and five million hot dogs. You want something to drink today? No, I got a couple beers at the house. Oh, yeah. No better to ask than other guys wearing a wild turkey t-shirt. <laughs> Your grand total was fourteen eighty-eight. There are a lot of reasons why people come to Original Casper's. It used to be that they came because Casper's was at the confluence of these two streetcar lines, the one that came down Shattuck and the one that came down Telegraph. My name is Steve Kasdan. A little over 30 years ago, uh, when I first came here, uh, Somebody said, if you want to get a good hot dog, there's a place called Casper's, where Telegraph and Shattuck meet. And I said, Telegraph and Shattuck don't meet, they're parallel to each other. They said, no, they meet. And there's a very peculiar little triangular building at the intersection. And sure enough, they were right. You have to almost smile looking at the, just looking at the building, because who would build a building like this? <laughs> it's like, you know, two feet wide at one end <laughs> and not much wider at the other, like a miniature flat iron building. This, this place is like a little ship, you know, it's sort of shaped like a ship and that's the ship's prow right there at the cutting down Telegraph Avenue where Shattuck comes in. My name is Jeff Norman. The first thing I noticed about Casper's when I moved here was the building itself, this really tiny, odd-shaped, almost 
ramshackle. It's an, a very unusual building, and um, the feeling was that it had been there for an awful long time. Now, the fact is that I, uh, ever since I ha- was in the third grade and got a tour of a meat processing plant, I haven't, for the most part, eaten hot dogs. But every once in a while, I do. Especially once I walked in there for the first time, two things I noticed. Uh, the way in which Harry established rapport with the customers. And uh, the other thing I noticed was this finesse in the artfulness in preparing the <laughs> a hot dog. The people here really take care with every hot dog. It takes more time, but I don't think anybody minds, because you see the onion and the tomato being cut for you. It wasn't uh, cut by somebody at 6 o'clock in the morning and put in a big bowl. There's a way to make a hot dog, at least the style of hot dog that we make. And they have to go together in a particular way, uh, just so everything kind of works together. This is what I try to teach the people that work for me, and this is what was taught to me by my dad. He would say, no, cut the onion like this, or slice the tomatoes this way because they fit in the hot dog better. So many times when people will see on our hot dog board, you know, anywhere from two to 10 hot dogs being prepared, they'll go, this this is a work of art. It is art. Before my dad came into uh, the hot dog business, he was a gem cutter, uh, a lapidarist actually, I think is the proper term, and he cut uh, precious and semi-precious stones for a company in Los Angeles named uh, Kazanjan Brothers Jewelers. And he put that same attention to detail uh, into everything that he did, including the way he dealt with people. How you doing, Harry? I haven't seen you in a long, long time. You're absolutely right. Excuse Brad. Yeah, he's closer to retirement. I used to go to high school up the street, and I've been coming here since then. And this was the place to go after school. And uh, the father sort of was a hub of the area. He knew everybody, and just, he just drew folks. I vaguely remember his father, but by the customers and the way they talked about this gentleman, he's like gold around here. He's what this neighborhood is all about. I don't think the hot dog business was, was something that he would have chosen for himself. I mean, he was doing something that he really enjoyed doing, that he loved, and that he was very, very good at. You know, after my mom and dad married, I, I'm, I can only imagine that my grandmother, who was left with this business, was having a very difficult time and uh, probably put a lot of pressure on my mom to, you know, come back and help her. So he left the, the gem cutting business in L.A. and moved my mom, and, and uh, I, who was pregnant with me at the time, back up here to Oakland to keep harmony in the family. But after he uh, made the decision to get into the hot dog business, uh, he really did commit himself to it. And he loved the people that came in here and he loved his little, he called this his little place and, and, and he loved it. You know, his history, uh, having been you know, orphaned uh, in the, the genocide in Armenia in 1915 and uh, not having a place really made having a place important to him. And that was such an important part of, of why he, he just hung in there and did it, and just did it. No matter what adversity he faced, he just figured out a way to, to deal with it and, and kept going. Thank God for Casper's. I just saved my hot dog credits for this place mostly, or, you know, an A's game. <laughs> so whenever I come in here, like I'm on my way to the airport now, and I gotta have something to eat, so what do I want? Well, it used to be two Casper dogs, but I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm down to one. And I don't usually get chips anymore, but 
<laughs> it's so much better around here now again, you know? It seemed like it got really funky for a while there, like 10, 15 years ago or something, you know? Just people moving out, other people either not moving in or not improving, and then a lot of drugs, I think. And this wasn't the worst by far, but I just think it affected Oakland heavily. I think it just sapped a lot of the spirit and the money and the everything, the will. I think it just destroyed a lot of things. I've been coming here since I was a kid. I used to go to Woodrow Wilson since the 50s. And uh, Oakland used to be like mafia. It was, it was a haven for the gangs and the drugs. And, and I had said that I would never live in Oakland again. I joined the military. The economic decline on Telegraph Avenue, anyway, began in the late 50s through the 60s when the freeway was being built. Highway 24 went in in the late 60s. There were um, hundreds of houses removed. There were many, many businesses that were demolished. So a lot of people moved away. As the demographics of the neighborhood changed, the businesses that were traditionally uh, relying upon the neighborhood base started to experience uh, decline. Uh, and this is especially true of the ethnic businesses. The, the predominantly Italian nature of the neighborhood meant that there were many businesses here that, that catered to the Italian culture. And when the clientele left, they, they just couldn't hold on. People describe sort of the late 60s and 70s and early 80s as being pretty hard times on the avenue here. The average business would have probably moved a long time ago from the, the strife that this place has had. But uh, to show his determination to stay and, and the belief in the community, he's here. He's here and he's not going. Over the 50 years that my dad worked this business, uh, he was held up uh, almost 40 times. Not to mention the, the times that he was, you know, held up or, or uh, ended up, uh, you know, having something stolen or whatever and didn't call the police. So working alone in a little store like this through some of the rough times that this neighborhood has experienced was no picnic. But on the other hand, it's also one of the reasons why my father had gained so much respect from the, from the people that, that have lived here for so long because he hung in there just like they did. It's like a neighborhood anchor. Referred to it as the anchor of Temescal. This is home. It's a haunt, you know, it's a neighborhood thing. Good, because I got some really bad stuff going on right now, and it's good to be able to depend on something. I depend on Casper's for that. So it's real good that it's here. <laughs> real good. Believe me, I can tell you some crazy stories about what I'm about to go deal with. Gotta help. It's gonna get me there. <laughs> door needs help. Oh yeah, well you know what, just like this place needs painting. Don't paint it, you need to care. <laughs> That's what everybody tells me. The door definitely needs help. Hey Harry, how you doing? Alright, how are you doing? Good, what's going on? Not much, how's your family? It's fine, how's yours? We're all doing okay, thanks. My name is Marcus Dyer, and I'm a lifelong Oakland resident. I haven't been to Casper's in about 16 years. This is my first time here. I grew up, my church is right on the corner of uh, 40th and Telegraph, and I used to come here all the time with my father. But yeah, these are great hot dogs. Brings back fond memories. Oh, 
it's beautiful to know that there's still a community-run business with people who care about their customers and treat their customers with respect and have a link to the community. It's great to have that here, especially this island here around, you know, some of the major large chain outfits and still going strong and people love coming here. So it's great to have a place like this here. Very few places like this still are left over in Oakland. Brad, you want your lemon chicken dog, lemon chicken dog, the casserole? Uh, what's the casserole with the cheese and stuff, right? No, no, no. I want it. I want it your way. Italian parsley. Yeah, all that, and then two Caspers to go. Yeah. Caspers makes it in front of McDonald's. Uh, what is this? Bur uh, Jack in the Box. No matter what they throw at him, he's still here. He'll be here after they leave. It's good. It's like, you know, when you show up here, you're gonna see somebody that you know and that knows you. It's like friends, you know? <laughs> the bar, but only his hot dogs. <laughs> it's like a pump, you know, like, the, uh, like a heartbeat. Take away the heart, it ain't gonna exist. You just have uh, uh, chain stores and chain restaurants around which have real no anchor in the community. And this, this is an anchor. It's been here. And it, as long as this man says so, it will be here. It is uh, an anchor. It's a, I guess the way that I would say it is, is that it's a part of everybody's family. This is, I have to tell you the story. Once a year, a woman comes into the Casper's and has a hot dog. And, and of course, I talk to every customer that comes in. And, and, and she said, well, she comes in to celebrate her, her father, who had passed away, and who would bring her to Casper's when, uh, when she was a little girl all the time. And she said, you know, I don't, I'm a vegetarian. I don't really eat hot dogs or meat in general but every year I come up and have a hot dog and celebrate my dad's uh, just my remembrances of my dad and, and uh, it's something that I'll never stop doing and she still comes in every year and there are so many people that come into our place that actually say that they, they say that you know I don't eat hot dogs anywhere but here because these hot dogs are just different but it's more than just the hot dog that's different about Casper's original Casper's is a place that people just uh, it's a place that if it were not there, people would find that there would be a hole in their lives in, in a certain respect. As far as my part in it, it's, uh, I mean, I've struggled with my part in it, to be honest with you. But I stay with it because it's something that's uh, so much a part of the history of my family, the history of this place, Oakland, uh, and the Temescal area, so much a part of so many other people's lives that I, I just can't ever imagine it closing. You know, I just really can't ever imagine it closing. I'm not going to say that I don't want to do other things, but uh, Casper's is a place that will always be there because it's a place that always has to be there. Hi there. How are you doing? With everything, please? Oh, with everything? Okay. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Well, thanks. So, what's Everything all right? Well, <clears throat> buried my grandma yesterday, 91 years old. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're uh, we're doing okay. Here for a little pepper and salt. Sure. You want red pepper, black pepper, spicy combo. Uh, black pepper is good. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. You heard about your grandma? Yeah. That's too bad. Thank you. I appreciate it. They're two for a quarter or 15 cents a piece. Okay, give me two for a quarter. There you go. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again. Around 3 o'clock, it'll be nothing but candy here. That's when the kids come in. Good, how are you? Good, good. I'd like the uh, double ginseng echinacea dog with bubbling goat cheese. Okay. I want that uh, for here to go. Uh, I'd like to eat that here. Okay. In my own private room. From the day we opened up in 1929 and the day we moved into this location in 1943, our menu uh, was the same until the time that I took over the business. People used to come in and ask for uh, ketchup at times, and he, he didn't have ketchup. I think it was against his religion or something. <laughs> they never put on anything other than the standard, which is you know, onion, relish, uh, mustard, and sliced tomatoes. But now there's a slightly uh, wider variety of condiments. They have, they have chili and cheese and sauerkraut. And, uh, so uh, there's progress yet continuity of tradition at the same time. Can't beat that. <laughs> I think the first thing I added was a chicken dog because I had a lot of customers asking for a turkey hot dog. And uh, I went and tried all the various turkey hot dogs that were around, and I just didn't like any of them. I just didn't think they were any good. And I thought to myself, what, what is it about them I don't like? And I concluded that the reason that I didn't care for them was because they were trying to be hot dogs, and they couldn't. So I thought, well, I'll create something that's uh, not trying to be a hot dog. It's just a little unique item all in and of itself. And so I contacted our meat packing company, and they said they could make a, a lemon chicken dog that would, basically was formatted for our style of presentation. And um, so I got that, and I tried various condiments for it, and ultimately came up with uh, serving it with uh, mustard, tomatoes, Italian parsley, green onions, and uh, feta cheese as, as a cheese option. And then I, put a, I finish it off with a little dash of lemon pepper and cayenne. And it's not only is it very tasty, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful little, looks like an Italian flag. One of the things that I'd like to find would be a vegetarian item. Now, vegetarian sausages, I have not really found one that works well in the steamer. And so they don't really quite rise to the standards that I'd like to maintain. But I'm sure there is a, a really good vegetarian sausage out there somewhere, and if I could find one, I would offer it. Anybody out there in the, in the world that has a good veggie dog they'd like me to try, just log on to www.originalcaspers.com and send me an email. We'll give it a try. Well, here come the kids. It's candy time. When we come in, they let us stay in when it's raining and stuff. And they, if we don't have enough money, they let us pay them back and stuff. So I like Casper's a lot. They hot dogs about that big, like a ruler. You know how most people, like when they see a whole bunch of black kids, they be wanting to try to kick us out, talk about only two at a time, and they let us all go in there. Sometimes they give us free food, sometimes, but not all the time. I'm sorry that um, a long time ago, two, like 2000, uh, the person that owned this place, he had died, and his son is taking over, and a couple friends. But how did he die, though? How did he die? Hey, y'all should make them all over. Why y'all just got it right here? I ain't never He's seen no other one. You want the spice right, lady? Yes, please. I had one. I had one for lunch. Oh, you did? Yeah. How do it taste? Oh, delicious. Do you have one? Nah, I want to try one though. I ain't got enough money, so. 
<sighs> what are these days? I'm gonna ask him how I get a free hot dog. Let me get a free hot dog. <laughs> Welcome. Don't say I never gave you anything. <laughs> Do me a favor. Don't tell your friends. Don't be lying up here asking for free hot dogs all day long. How's that dog? Excellent. <laughs> So here's one original coming right up. We're taking a nice freshly steamed bun, put a little bit of mustard in the bottom of it. There we go with the hot dog in the bun and now we're going to put a little relish on. A little more mustard on top. And then I'll slice uh, the onions and, and an original Casper's hot dog always has sliced onions on it as opposed to chopped or, or diced onions. Uh, that's just the way we've done it for since 1929. So, uh, although we'll chop your onions for you if you really have to have it that way. <laughs> so now I've made three slices of onions. I've put them on one side of the hot dog. I've sliced uh, three little wedges of tomato and I'm putting them on the other side of the hot dog. A dash of salt. A dash of our special combo pepper. Dilo Papidi is one of my gypsy customers calls it. And there we have an original Casper's hot dog. Mustard, tomato, sweet relish, and onions. Sliced onions. And that's how we, we've done it since 1929. So your total is uh, 398 altogether. Out of five. That's four, and one makes five, and thank you very much. Thank have a wonderful you. day. Take care. lot different than the last time you were here, Peter. Everything's all kind of torn up and things are spread all over the place. So people stop me on the street and ask me about about the store. You know, what happened to your store? Is it closed? Are you, are you leaving town? Are you closing up for good? No, I, you know, no, I tell them, you know, everybody's all kind of panicked about it. Oh my God, I want my hot dog. I hear this one guy driving down the street yells at me out of his car, I want my hot dog. <laughs> I can't really go anywhere without somebody asking me about what's going on with Casper's. I mean, I can't even stay home and go through my email because I'm getting email from people. Say it ain't so is what one of them, <laughs> was the title of one message and I wrote back, it ain't so, we're going to be open again. You know, people are, are really very interested in knowing what's going on and so uh, when they see the place closed, uh, so that's what's happening, we're just uh, renovating. It's been uh, since 1997 when I took it over from my dad. and. And he ran it for 50 years before that, and you know he was just sort of happy with the way things were and didn't really change anything. And, I mean, he just basically went along and used things as they started to wear out. He'd patch them up, or he would just use them in worn-out condition. And it's just gotten to the point where we can't do that anymore. How are you doing? I'm sorry, we're... we're you own Casper's? I own this store, yeah. I recognize Yeah. What happened? Oh, I'm just closed for some renovations. We have to, we have to do some remodeling. Where's your dad? Oh, my dad passed away. Yeah. He passed away in, in August of 2000. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I really missed it. 
good guy. Yeah, thank you very much. He was. He was one of the, one yeah. the best. Yeah. My father used to bring me here when I was this little. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he used to. Oh, he used to just pamper me, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I just loved him, you know what I'm saying? He's a nice guy. I used to, I used to glad. Let's go to Castro. I can't wait. Let's go to Castro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, for years. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Thank you. I didn't even know you had closed this place down. Oh, we closed it. Yeah, we, we've closed to do some uh, renovations. Oh, yeah. I've just seen some good hot dogs here. Oh, yeah. You did, yeah. Oh, you guys heard him open back up. Oh, yeah, we'll open up as soon as we can. Thanks for stopping. I don't know if I should tell you this story or not, but there was a lady who stopped here one day again while I was working around here, and she goes, Oh, are you going to change it at all? And I said, No, I'm just going to repaint it. You know, redo the kitchen and change the countertops. She goes, are you going to leave the dust? <laughs> and I said, no, the dust is going to go. 